0: I am so honored to be able to introduce you to one of my best friends on the radio, Cadillac Jack, and his new podcast, My Second Act. I cannot tell you how proud we are of Cadillac and Donna. You've got to tune into this podcast. Again, love you, Cadillac. I love the fact that you're doing this. Nothing
1: but huge, huge props for you, buddy. Congratulations on your second act. My name is Cadillac like Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a very loyal 26 years until July 2019. I was fired. So welcome to my second act.
0: And my name's Donna, and I'm Kenny's wife, and I am so excited about Brennifer.
1: Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, Aniston from the SAG Awards. Just We're gonna in, go there right now, just out of the shoot.
0: Just in general, it's just like gives everyone hope and promise that true love still exists, you know. Or that it's coming you, back.
1: This whole thing, though, their paths crossed for the first time in 15 years, Sunday night at the SAG Awards.
0: Well, their paths have crossed. Let's say, I mean, they see, they're, they're both, they they're both live in Hollywood. But their they've path. never
1: shared an embrace or,
0: or. No, a hand touch or a,
1: any of And everybody's focusing on that, about how he grabbed her wrist and that shows that he wanted to pull her back in. Yes. Stop. Stop it.
0: Why are you going to rain on our parade?
1: Because it's not that as much as it is. If that is happening right now. Let's say they are back together right now. Here's open. Okay. They you would not know. That would not be something that that leaks out.
0: Okay, I got one for you and you mm-hmm. I know you knowing like marketing social media you'll agree with me on this. So so Jennifer Aniston was late to join the Instagram party. So when she did join it was like, I don't know, like on the first day she had like a gazillion, you know, followers or whatever. So after the SAG Awards, she posted a picture of her dress and her shoes like kind of on the floor and like the day after and a picture of her um, SAG award was in the background. And I was thinking, wouldn't it have been amazing if it was her shoes and her dress and like Brad Pitt's jacket and it was two SAG awards, like sitting on the edge of the, you know what I'm talking about, in the picture? Because then it would be like, hmm, would it? Uh, yeah. Like, did him and his SAG Awards spend the night? So exciting.
1: You've been giddy. This is for you. This is taking over uh, the Royals.
0: Oh, definitely. I, I'm just, uh, that's a whole other conversation for another day. I'm just, you know. All right. But I i mean, listen, Hashtag anybody.
1: Been, what, what was the combo name they had back in the day? I never I saw an episode remember. of Friends.
0: I'm saying, I'm saying Brent, Brent, Bradifer, Brenifer, or whatever, but. It's kind of like the good people won cuz that mean old Angelina Jolie like she's a husband stealer. And so it's kind of like now they're like they're older, they're mature, could they get back together? Brad's had a tough time. He's having like a huge comeback, you know, with this um with the award season and everyone says he's going to win the Oscar. So it's kind of cool that they're both on track together winning awards and it's just fun. Just a little divert- Make-believe. It's just a little diversion <laughs> from the impeachment.
1: What was uh, your hype song on the wind?
0: Uh Mine was Jason Aldean, "Drowns of okay. Whiskey." I love a good uh, duet.
1: That's with Miranda Lambert. Yes. Okay. How about you? Uh, for me, it was not a song as uh, it was an album. It was the new I've been jamming and listening up and down to the new Eminem, okay, project that he just dropped out of the sky,
0: like Beyonce
1: on Friday, Donna. There, I I can name using one hand. The artists who can drop an album with little or absolutely no support whatsoever.
0: Yeah, no fanfare, no warning. Beyonce. Yep.
1: Taylor Swift. Eminem, Kanye.
0: Maybe he has. I don't. I, I think, think so. with um
1: the 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 gospel album that he did.
0: So, what does that mean? Like when you say, so is it? Does it literally just show up in your? Like in your Apple, in your music? How does that work? Like how did you know it was there? What, what was the deal? Social media. Oh, okay.
1: Social media. That that social media is what triggered what will be 300 to, I say 300 to 330,000 units first week.
0: Again, units being downloads.
1: Downloads and um, do we do physical CDs anymore? Units? Uh, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't think so i think it's very interesting like you know um again how music is found how um different platforms i think you know like talk a little bit about i think i think people would find this interesting like how like when an artist you know has a new project out when you were in radio so say uh kenny chesney you know has a new project what does that look like like what what is what happens with that
1: um it's called street week. Right. For an artist. And what happens is and it's mapped out well in advance and booked well in advance and normally begins 7 to 10 days prior to your album dropping as an artist so that you have time to visit with the shows that uh, that tape and play back you know say the week of the release or even the day of the release. Imagine now how an artist also has to Visit and spend time with all the streaming services That are so much now right. a part of their album sales
0: Yeah, it used to it just listens. be It used to just be the top radio, or, radio Well, all the radio stations And they called that what a SAT tour
1: Called it a satellite tour SAT tour for short And what happens during the SAT tour Is the artist is normally in Nashville uh, Toby Keith, when he would join us on a SAT tour He'd be at home in Oklahoma
0: Or like a Garth Be it from his house or something
1: So You get a pitch For the artist, say Old Dominion, they have a new song coming out. Listen, there's always a reason an artist does a sat tour. They don't do it just to be nice. And the stranger thing is, unless you have a really tight relationship with an artist, like cell phone numbers have been exchanged type relationship, the artist is not going to do anything for you if you ask, for the most part. However, they want you on the sat tour. It's not necessarily reciprocal. Does that makes sense at all.
0: Sort of. So you get a slot too. Like you, you get don't a get to choose slot your slot. slot. You get a Depending four. Depending on slot. the
1: artist, because they're just going to give two, three hours to radio, and it's normally the bigger morning shows to get the pitch, and um, so you get four minutes with most of them these days. I recall one of the last ones we did at Kicks was, um, it may have been Aldean, and it was like four minutes, and there's not a whole lot you can do.
0: But sometimes Important. like if the artist has, you know, like I know like Keith Urban was an example. If the artist has a really good relationship and, you know, has known you through the years, they may be, they may interrupt their label person and say, no, you know, I want to keep, I'm I'm good. I want to kind of keep talking because, you know, they're kind of in a groove and it, it's somebody from the label's job to keep them on track, start dialing up the yeah. next station and that there's kind a, of thing. There's a,
1: In Nashville in the studio, there's a booker, there's an engineer. And I would have normally several representatives in the record label. And they just listen in. I have said things before on a satellite tour that have triggered the label rep or even president of the label, music label, to call my program director.
0: Okay, well that's not good. Like, give me an example. What would you have said? Nothing negative about the project or the artist, right?
1: No, I'm just a big fan of double entendre. And sometime it gets, sometimes it gets me in trouble. It was Kelly Pickler.
0: Whew. Okay.
1: And for the second time in a row, she had been tapped to perform. This is when uh, Dick Clark had the show on New Year's Eve. He was alive and well and, and and hosting the show prior to Seacrest. Why are you giving me that look? Do you know the sort? You know, I'm like, board? sort of. All right. So I'm on a sat tour with Kelly Pickler. And. Mentioned the fact that she had done New Year's Rock and Eve with Dick Clark two weeks in a row, and, and you know, or two, two years, years in a row, in a row and yeah. she was back now for year four. And Kelly, you must love that Dick. Okay. And I what? I was talking about Clark. Dick Clark. You must love Dick Clark for three years in a row. Now you've accepted his invitation to perform on New Year's Eve. You gotta love Dick, you know. And 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 he's a, I'm sure I met him one time in my career.
0: What does she say? Uh,
1: there was a lot of silence, if I recall, oh. and they'll disconnect you from the call. The, from the hear, satellite. And then you hear uh, Yeah, you no, know, well, you don't yeah, no, it's just because <laughs> they disconnect your satellite. Because everybody dials in using certain digits. Coordinate. Each radio station has their own digits or whatever. And the booker's there, they'll beep you. Uh, say it's four minutes three and a half, you get a beep in your ear. Then at three forty five, you get a beep in your ear. And then at four o'clock or four minutes, you get a beep. And then often if you run over four minutes, it becomes just a uh, it becomes a mess. It becomes a mess. And they'll dump out or the booker will come on and say, um you know, Caddy, you're running over. Caddy, you're running over. You know, we need to wrap this up. And so there's the satellite tour element of it. They do uh, morning shows. Morning, like morning shows. Good morning GMA and today during Street Week, they do midday shows like The View and Kelly Clarkson. Late Night, Kimmel, Fallon, even, um, you know, the streaming services like Spotify and XM and and uh, uh, Sirius and YouTube and, and the places where the younger set are going out to discover their music.
0: Yeah, to get their music from So
1: it's a lot of work. It's it's sleepless days during your street week.
0: It's got to be hard for an artist. I mean, you have to almost be like, you have to get in shape for it, you know? And I think, too, you know, as an artist, you have to constantly be thinking of new ways to do the interview to where you're not bored, but that the audience isn't bored either, you know? So it's it's got to take a lot of creativity and...
1: Time stamina too, you know, stamina, because yeah. it's you're you're going for seven to ten days nonstop. You every what, every every media avenue, every media outlet you you touch during your street week when your album drops.
0: You know what's really um one of the most interesting things is when it ever times out, and it's probably pretty rare. But when it times out, like there's someone has a project that's coming out, and then there's also some controversy in their life. Like I'm thinking of Jason Aldean when. You know, all the stuff went down with his ex-wife, with Jessica. And I think it was kind of on top of either a performance or project. And I just remember, I'm sure whoever was booking him into, like, those interviews said from the label, we're not talking about this. You know, we'll we'll talk about the project, but we're not going to talk about his personal life or anything that's going on. And that's when it's tough because the audience kind of is sitting there expecting expecting you you to ask. Yeah.
1: And you're given these parameters. Nobody else is given those parameters. They're not telling Entertainment Tonight, E.T., Totally different levels by hundreds of millions of miles compared to local radio But et's gonna ask that question even if you tell them they can't just to get you even if it's no comment or It's a uh, awkward or uncomfortable moment.
0: Well, I think about one of the biggest ones with you was garth You know when he had come to atlanta and played and he was one of the first performers at Mm mercedes-benz And the sound, and it may have not been his fault, you know, it may have been whoever's, but the sound was not great. And you were at Kix at the time, and listeners after the show were complaining. And there was had, a
1: front row story on the AJC. It was, yeah. Uh, 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 the promoter in Mercedes-Benz Stadium wound up giving refunds for tickets because there were so many people that complained.
0: Yeah, it wasn't something that was manufactured by the station or, or, or by listeners. And, you know, when you had Garth on later, you ask him about it, and he did not want to talk about it. He flat out denied it.
1: Yeah, and I, I kept pressing him a little bit
0: well, and you kind of thought it would be a good opportunity for him to say, listen, sometimes things are out of our control. It happened. We're just glad that people were able to come and if that, you know, they were able to get refunds and we're coming back to Atlanta, but he just didn't want to touch it. And I think for your listeners, I know you got a lot of feedback, although it wasn't great probably from Garth and his camp, but I know from the listeners, they were like, thank you for asking, because it's hard to, To to be authentic with your audience and do the job that you're trying to do if you just sort of gloss over things and pretend like things didn't happen, you know, and um, It was again, it was nothing Coming at garth. It doesn't take away from the fact that he's one of our favorite artists that we love seeing him, you know You have to be able to separate that stuff sometimes but it was like Admittedly, it was not the best outing for that first concert um, but they worked the kinks out and, and, and for Kenny, it was great, you know, but I thought that was very interesting. He did not want to go. He there. did, but
1: I kept saying, yeah, you know, I remember saying to him, but Garth, it was on the front page of the AJC. This was shortly after the concert. This was the first time media had access to him. So he was probably, I'm sure doing a sat tour and he saw on a sheet Atlanta and Garth and I, we go back to the friends in the places days and he I bet knew that I was going to ask like I did. And he was like, "Caddy, I don't know what you're talking about. I heard Saturday night were choir of angels or something like that. And I was like, what, what? Something like that. And he just, uh, yeah, he wouldn't budge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen to this. going to blow your mind with red. Aiken's baby boy will be Thomas Rhett's baby girl's uncle, even though he's due a month later.
0: Okay. Bam! All right, what is, that family tree is confusing.
1: All right, Red Akins, who had hits back in the '90s,
0: that ain't my truck.
1: Don't get me started. She said yes. Break for brunettes. All right, is the father to Thomas Rhett? Rhett has written huge hits after you know he 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 stopped recording.
0: He tours with Thomas Rhett.
1: And so, what you have here is a father and a son who are both have have babies on the way. Let me me read it one more time. Yeah. Rhett Aiken's baby boy will be Thomas Rhett's baby girl's uncle, even though he's due a month later.
0: And how about this? Okay. uh, Rhett Aiken's baby will be Thomas Rhett's brother or sister. Right? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I couldn't follow myself.
0: That's right. Yes. Brother or sister. That's crazy. Here's the million dollar question. Okay. Can Rhett Aikens, how old is he? Can he have a baby? He's my age. Oh, okay. He's about 46. Okay.
1: We used to party back in the day. I remember. When he would come through. He about missed a show at Cowboys one night. I remember we were at Matchbox 20. We were at Matchbox 20. I don't even think you and I were supposed to be together. Right. Um, And we were just having a great time, and I remember we barely got to Cowboys in time for the show, and Bob, Bob Johnson, who was the general manager at the time, of found Cowboy. me and just laid into me.
0: Yeah, I don't think he was any shape to go on stage at that time. <laughs>
1: If you're not ready to move, and and I mean if you don't have your things boxed and you ha- don't have plastic over your furniture and ready to go, you need to do that now. Because when you list with Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors, your home's going to get sold. I have heard from clients of Tracy Cousino before that the house sold like in, in, in 10 to ten days to two weeks and the family wasn't even prepared to move yet. Tracy Cusino real estate experts, can help you with that as well she will list your home. She will get it sold. She'll get it in the eyes that need to see it and get you up to 18% more money than traditional real estate agents. Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors, call 855-MY-EXPERT or go to TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. Tracy Cousineau will do just that. TracyCousineau.com. Officer Bill Ritchie is with the Alpharetta Department of Public Safety, uh, dear friend to to me and to our family, and uh, his partner is K9 Raider.
0: Love Raider. Speak.
1: Can you speak Raider? Yeah, speak. We I asked Ritchie to come in for several reasons to visit about what's going on um, in Alpharetta and, and things like that, and the America's Top Dog viewing party that's coming up for. Canine, Mattis, but we wanted to start by finally putting to rest the pitch from Donna in an earlier episode for left on red
0: hashtag left on red
1: and there's much there was much debate and, and continues to be debate on social media about that story. I have been very surprised at the number of people that have said it is legal if you blank
0: if it's a one way street, which which will let Officer Ritchie determine. However. I do want to say I apologize because I think one of the things that I have created is people are just going rogue. Like people are telling me it's kind of like like women like taking off their bras and stuff. Like they're just turning left and driving. You know, How like is that like
1: a woman taking off a bra? because
0: it's just like freedom. You know what I mean? They're like, you know what? I've been sitting at this light for a while. Nothing's coming. I'm gonna go left on red. It's kind of like risky. Like, and I feel really bad because I'm not. I, I do not condone risky behavior in the car. Right, but. You know, I, I think people are kind of getting on my movement here. So right. now I want to say I've stopped because I know I'm on a watch list right now for Milton and Alfreda, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to
2: jail.
1: Officer Richie and Raider are the Community Outreach Youth Drug Prevention Canine Team. One of uh how many, Richie? do y'all have? Five. Five canine teams at uh, the Alfred Department of Public Safety. And Raider. I'm Raider's godfather. Yes, you are. Hi, Rader. Oh, say hi. Tell me girl.
0: <laughs> I always say Raiders oh, like God she's me. little, but she mighty
1: kisses every time she is. Oh. <laughs> she loves you. Looky there, Donna. She's,
0: I'm not okay. jealous. <laughs> right. She's so you. sweet. I
1: love you. Beautiful. And she is all over Alpharetta. You see her in, in officer Richie everywhere. And uh, Raider is her name because of the Alpharetta high school Raiders. And that's where you spend most of your time. Yes, sir. Is it that high school? Yep. Yes, sir. Richie, please drop it. We've been friends <laughs> for three years. Um, let me say this too. That when I got fired back in July, one of the first people that reached out to me was Richie, and I remember we had lunch at uh, Smoke Jack with uh, you and Raider, and I remember you saying to me, "Do you like John Party?" And I was like, you know, at the time, I just, you know, I thinking to myself, I, you know, a country concert's not the place I probably need to be right now. So I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I think it was like I was not committing. And uh, Richie said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna go see him in concert. We're gonna travel." And so Richie, he's such a good friend, got me out there on Delta with his Sky Miles. So sweet. And that's that's that was we had so much fun that weekend. John Party was
2: where was he playing? Was it where it, were we? We were in uh, Oklahoma or Nebraska.
0: It cracks me up Omaha. that neither Omaha. of you that's know it. what state you were in. Omaha. Well, literally, what state you were in? I'm kidding.
2: But there's two. <laughs> yeah, there's two. <laughs> it's a good weekend.
1: Omaha straddles two states, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I guess. Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska, yeah. And Omaha.
0: I, listen, we do not have a single listener in the Midwestern oh, no. states. No?
2: Okay. I can't know. remember.
1: <laughs> People are yelling at us right now. I know. It's Omaha, Nebraska. Anyway. Omaha, whatever. And so we went uh, and had a great weekend with uh, Albert and, and Chris. Albert, is he still with Alfred a Fire? Yep. What's he do? What's his title? He's the captain. For the fire department. And Chris has just been a friend of yours for years, and yep. y'all, y'all go to a lot of shows together. We do. But it was awfully cool, man. It meant a lot to me that you were like, you know what? We're it was take so you kind
0: this. of you to do that. And he needed to get away, and it was it was just great. It was, And that's what friends do. Thank you. Left on red. <laughs> what say you, Richie?
2: Okay, it's illegal. Um, you were kind of right about you can take a left on red on a one-way street, okay? Um, unless there's a sign that says you can't do that. Uh, but it is illegal to make a left on red, and I've also seen people do U turns on a red light, thinking that they can make a U turn. But that's like on also, North Point Parkway. Well, yeah, that's illegal because there's a sign there. But I'm—I mean, if you come sign. up to an intersection, let's say West Side Parkway and Hainesbridge Road, okay. going towards like Top Golf, the light is red. People will make a U turn to go back towards like Avalon, and you can't. Make a U turn on a red light. Either you can make that U turn on a green light, but you can't make a left U-turn. on red U turn or U turn. How's hey, it go, down? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, and I think it's a safety thing. But the way you were explaining it when I when I was listening to the podcast, you were in, weren't you? I I was. It sounded like. <laughs> Well, I wasn't in, but it sounded like it was more of why an officer of the law. Why couldn't it be more like a stop sign? Like you're sitting there, you can make a left on a stop sign. So why can't you? Right. Um, But I think the reason for that law, which many Georgia traffic laws are regarding to safety, I think taking a left on red, not on a one way, you're crossing two lanes of traffic. Not only the cars coming from the left, but the cars coming from the right. So I think that's why that law is there because you're just crossing so many lanes of traffic. That would make sense to me.
0: Well, I'll come up with a new movement for us.
2: Richie, have you ever written a ticket for left on red? I have really. Yeah. How recently? Um, it's probably been a while cause I don't really you're do not too traffic. much traffic enforcement. Much I mean, if it happens in front of me when I'm going somewhere else, I'll do it. Or if I'm working interdiction and that's, you know, a reason to stop somebody. Um, but when I was on the traffic unit, I, I probably wrote quite a few of those.
1: Oh boy. Hans was going to file a, uh, what is it called? Freedom of open Information Record, open record, information record Request? FOIA. That. Thank you, Carl. A FOIA. Because they're a news outlet. We work for a news media outlet, and, you app know, uh, Apple Media Group. And Hans Appen was going to file. What is it again, Carl?
2: A FOIA. FOIA Freedom of Information Act.
1: In the city of Alpharetta, how many? Left. how many tickets have been written for I don't
0: think he should be stirring on this up let's just let let's let this lie let's let sleeping dogs lie in honor of Raider
1: so the final answer is it's never legal to go left on red
2: well it is sometimes if see uh, see <laughs> see so okay <laughs> I wouldn't say never if it's on a one way street you can unless there's a sign that says no left turn on red on a one way street alright All
0: right. I'll stop
2: the first
1: time that I met Officer Ritchie and k Raider um, I'd met your fiance before I met you, your fiance, y'all would get married in March, March. Um, your fiance, soon to be wife is a sergeant with the Milton police department and she would used to work Friday night ball games at St. Francis high school and will played ball. And I did, I was a parent, but I did the, the stadium announcing every now and then sort of. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they had the person who knows... I had to have three spotters. Seriously, the person who knows the least about football. It Is was... Up there calling oh, the game. gosh, yeah.
1: But Chelsea was there because she was doing a side job, and we just became very good friends, and and, and she talked about you. And so I was there shortly after Raider
2: arrived from North Georgia. Is that right? Uh, well, she actually came from Wyoming. Okay. Yeah. But it's close. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't even know. On what's you got
1: next to yeah.
0: Oklahoma, On so y'all's um, map, it probably her. is yeah.
1: And she is full grown. How much does she weigh right now,
2: Richie? Thirty six pounds.
1: And she is full grown. She's a full blooded Labrador, Labrador Retriever. She's black in color, but she's full grown.
2: Yes, she was the runt.
1: And that you have told me before that that's better for law enforcement, right?
2: Um. Well, it's not necessarily better, but um, it it does come in handy when we're doing drug searches, and she can kind of get into the smaller places like underneath entertainment centers and things like that or on vehicle searches if you know especially if we think a vehicle may have a trap and the dog is trying to pull underneath the car during a drug search that's not a very natural behavior for the dog to do and she can be right up underneath there so I wouldn't let her go all the way. Hot vehicle probably wouldn't be good if she came in contact with it. Okay. But um, yeah, definitely can get into smaller places for sure.
0: I think too. I, I and, and maybe he can speak to this, but I think she's she is so darn cute that like I think even if you had drugs on you, she's you would almost be like, oh, she's you know what I mean, like You'd she's approach her and yeah, not even think because about she's that's so happened cute. twice. Yes,
2: on two occasions. Can you tell, you tell us about, tell about one? Us about one. Yeah, um, there was one we were helping Roswell. Actually, they both happened in Roswell. So the the Roswell, drug- Holcomb Bridge. That's <laughs> uh, Actually, both of them were on Holcomb Bridge no, on, no on, on Dogwood, Dogwood Lane. Um, close. am um, close. <laughs> th- I mean,
0: I don't know that. You just it's, always it's, read it.
1: It's, ri- it's it's risky if you decide to go to that red lobster. Oh, well, no, that's where this story you're,
2: took place. You're putting so, your life no in your own hands.
0: Well, because there's an extended stay hotel basically in the parking lot.
2: There's not a red lobster anywhere else, nowhere near Just for the record, this story has never been told. So oh, I love you guys it. are guessing all this and you're spot on <laughs> on the location. It was in a red lobster parking lot. We got called to help Roswell on a vehicle sniff um, from somebody that was leaving that exact hotel. I mean, you guys know this area really well well, um, we'll get into that (laughs) later, but... We
0: just like red lobster, but every time we go there, we're like, we're taking our life in our hand.
2: But yeah, so we were doing a vehicle sniff when I took Raider out of the patrol car to go to the vehicle. The driver of that vehicle, who was the suspect who was later arrested after a foot pursuit. As I'm going up to the car, she's like, oh my God, the dog is so adorable. And she's talking to the Roswell officers about her. And I can hear this conversation as I'm doing our okay. thing. And I can hear her saying, "She's is she a puppy? She's just so cute. And Raider gave an alert on the passenger door. And I put Raider up and the Roswell officers did their search and they found methamphetamine in her purse on the floorboard of the passenger door where Rader alerted. And wow. so Raider was already up and they found it. The woman took off running, which she was very fast. I'll give that to her. Very fast. She was. Oh yeah. She was fast. She was very fast. Now I wasn't running 100 because it was a Roswell thing. I was like,
1: I'm gonna let them <laughs> <Yeah>. handle that because <laughs> it wasn't your jurisdiction. Yeah, but it's I'm like still you... gonna back our brothers yeah. up. So yeah, I, I yeah. Was, no, but you don't yeah, have an running.
2: agreement, right? It's it's Alpharetta Roswell.
1: The, well, the, was it? Well, even fire fire departments have the same rule. What's it called? When mutual you, aid. Mutual
2: aid. That's it. Yeah. When you rely on or call for the services of another. Yeah. It's it's not agency. just those agencies. It's whoever needs help will go. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's
0: like a brotherhood.
2: But we caught her. Well, they caught her. But,
0: but yeah, yeah, I could see that where someone would be like, "Oh, she's so cute and, and you sweet." Forgot you had a
2: quarter
1: in your pocket.
0: I I guess that happens with people, you know. But let me tell you something. Raider's going to find it. I, you know, it's funny because um, we have like um, Richie has done, and I say this all the time. He's done such an amazing job with her social media, and really giving Raider. I mean, she has such a personality anyway, but giving her really and truly an amazing personality and um he has many raider dolls and so we bought two and Charlotte has one and Olivia has one and um Charlotte would always include Raider in her prayers and like you know we're talking about in the other podcast how I worry all the time when I see Raider I love seeing her but it kicks my anxiety because I worry about her all the time like I don't want anything to happen to her you know like I know but I mean she, you know when you're out because um you know most people probably understand this but Things do happen to police dogs. They do. And um, it is the same as hurting an officer. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. You know.
1: We got to deal with your anxiety.
0: That's another podcast for another day. <laughs> I just care about people. Raider's one of my people.
1: Talk to us, Officer Ritchie, about the the program that Raider is kind of like a conduit, a vessel for... The young adults, the high school students at Alpharetta High School and, and anywhere in our community, many young adults and kids, teenagers would be unlikely to approach a law enforcement officer, but they'll come up and pet your dog. And, and Raider loves head head, uh, head scratches.
2: Yeah, um, that's what our job is. We're a community outreach team and a drug prevention team as well, so we do a lot of sniffs at the high school. Um, but when we're out walking around in the community, the whole purpose behind Raider's job is people see Raider and they're like, Oh my gosh, she's so adorable. And you can read, they want to pet her, but they know that she's a, a servicer, a working dog. They can't. And I'll let them know, Hey, well, would you like to pet Raider? And they're shocked. Well, yes, I would love to. And so while they're petting Raider, they're asking me all these questions about what kind of breed she is. How old is she? Cause they think she's a puppy. Um, what is she trained to do? And that, has just created a conversation that sometimes lasts 15, 20, even longer minutes that never would have happened with a citizen and a uniformed police officer. So her job is to make these engaged conversations happen, and she does a fantastic job. Old, young, I mean, whatever race, it doesn't matter. People love dogs, and we usually help people kind of get over fears of dogs because Raider's a little smaller, and they're, oh, I'm deathly afraid of dogs. And I'm like, well, this is probably the one – if you want to, I won't force anybody, but to kind of get over that hump. And a lot of times, we have a good success rate. Then um, people will pet the dog that were f- uh, fearful of them, and it they've told me this is this is really good. I never would have pet a dog, and so that, that's another good thing with her size. She's more approachable, um, especially for people who are afraid of dogs.
0: That's great, and I think as a parent, like um, living in Alpharetta for as long as we've lived in Milton. We've talked about this with Richie um, before, but you want to believe that um, drugs are not a problem, you know, in our community, but um, they are. And um, I think that it disarms kids. And hopefully, you know, even a kid would come up and or or a young adult or anyone would come up and talk to the officer and, you know, certainly not turn themselves in. But I mean, I think it does put more of a stamp on it that it's just, you know, most police dogs, I think people think are like. German, which some of them are German shepherds or are very intimidating, but, um, I think it makes kids think more about, you know, what they're doing. And I know that sounds crazy, but just having her as kind of, um, the, the community, you know, leader in that, I think it does make a difference for sure. And there are drugs in our community. Right? There are,
2: there's drugs everywhere. Right. There, there are drugs everywhere. They're not very, very bad in Alpharetta though.
1: So I'm looking at Raider. On the studio floor, where she's sleeping, Passed and you just out. look. You just look at her, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, she she is so cute. She's so adorable." She's so cute. And then you you do think you go to wow, she she really has a purpose. She does. She's not just a pretty girl.
0: She's a working dog. She's and a working can, woman.
1: You consider her part of your family, you and Chelsea, and, and y'all have another dog, Cooper, too. Yep, that's her adopted, voluntold brother. <laughs> voluntold. There's yes. your word. There's your word. I know that if you are in the if you live in the city of Alpharetta proper city of, of Alpharetta. If you suspect, and we didn't talk about this ahead of time, I'm sorry, but I, I would imagine this is still in play. If you suspect that someone in your home is using, can they still reach out to you? They can.
2: Yeah, they can. Um, this is something that is kind of been ongoing. We're trying to make it a policy. It was kind of what my vision was when we created her position and we had to get with the, district attorney's office um, and we had to get with our city attorney, which still need to, to get with um, and create a more of a city ordinance. So that way there is something there that shows that we can deal with it. And I guess the reason behind that was because of citizens and other communities in Fulton County saying, oh, well, there's a dog in Alpharetta that can find things and they don't charge anybody with, but you're charging me in this County. So if we create an actual, Law or a city ordinance that says that's what we're doing. Yeah, well, then Then you can do it. The DA, yeah,
1: there are private companies that will do the same thing, but it costs you hundreds of dollars. And you pay someone, a complete stranger, to come into your home with canine units that are trained to hit on narcotics. And if you think your husband, your wife, your child, well, come on, I mean, we got to paint it.
0: I don't know how I feel about this. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I mean, I want to. I think it's a mixed thing. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that it's a slippery slope, but if you think it's going on with your kids, I mean, why not do it? I guess what is the law? So if you find something,
1: what is the idea there? It, when it becomes, yeah, so that was my
2: vision behind this was, you know, we have discretion on various laws of what we can enforce or what we can arrest. Okay. I don't have to write somebody a ticket. I don't, you know, have to pull somebody over. Um, and with these laws, it's kind of the same thing. It's like if I find somebody with you know, a gram of marijuana on the side of the street, I can use my discretion and say, hey, stomp it out. This is a warning. Have a good day. Um, or I can arrest them. So the creating this, what it would do is, I think the trust issue is where you're, you're coming mm-hmm. from. It's like, well, I, I'm afraid to invite a police officer to my house because I want my son to learn a lesson, but I don't want him to go to jail. And so that's why I created it. Was, there was no charges. There was no charges. Now there would be some things, obviously, like if Raider, you know, stumbled across a murder weapon and your son was involved in murder, then that's a different story. But when when we're there to search to really f- to let you know, hey, yes, your son does have this drug in in here. You need to talk to him. We're going to put it in evidence as destruction. There's no charges. Well, now that's kind of a confirmation for you. Okay, we need right. to really sit down and talk to him. Um, but it's not something we would come in and say, oh, well, he's going to jail or he's getting a ticket. Right. That's 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 the whole policy and the whole um, program is it's risk-free. It really is.
0: And I would think probably, I'm just thinking about like our kids, like, you know, if you were to that point, then you – you probably need confirmation. You know, you may have had some conversations or you think something's going on, but you're kind of, you almost need backup. Let me tell you, you remember Scared Straight when we were growing up? You remember that show? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Where they would take the like unruly kids to like a prison and they'd have to live for like a weekend. <laughs> and it was so scary. Was it for real? Yes. This is like Scared Straight. Like if, if you show up with <laughs> with a drug sniffing dog and with your kids, yeah. Oh, Hopefully nothing happens. But Beautiful.
1: Let's talk about K-9 Mattis. K-9 Mattis is on a es new show, America's Top Dog. Yes. And the episode that uh, K-9 Mattis and his alpha, which is. The handlers. The, well, the officer. Right, who your officer is. Mark. Tappen. Tappin, Sergeant Tappan. Sergeant, right? Yep. They are in the episode that airs. If you're listening the day that this episode hit, it's one week from tonight. It's next Thursday, next Thursday, which is the 29th, 29th. and what's going to happen uh, at that event? Are all the K nine? I've been asked. Are all the K nine teams are, are going to come out and support Mattis at the viewing party, or as many as can?
2: Yeah, I know Raider and I will be there. Okay, Mattis and Mark will be there, and a whole bunch of his fans will be there.
0: And so, where is it? Where's the viewing party? Mazzy's. Mazzy. be on.
2: Uh, I don't know the exact address, but on Highway Nine. So we've entered. Easier.
1: We've entered. Mazzy's into our lift every now and then. Mazzy okay. World. Yeah. yeah, it's right across from Q. Yep. Yes, on Highway Nine.
0: It's right by the Drive Smart. Drive Smart. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> who has kids that drive, it's right by the Drive Smart. That's how you know about it. But it's it's a really cool place. They have um, once you get in there, it's kind of like a sports bar, but um it's nice. I mean, they've got pool tables and darts, and um, it's a lot of fun. And that will be a lot of fun. And can, I know. Because Mazzy's is kind of like, it's kind of a bar, but it's kind of a restaurant, like kids kids can come too?
2: Yeah, this will be okay. open to everybody. They're going to air. Well, it's going to be on it. I think it comes on at 9 on A&E, but it'll be live in there on the TVs. Mattis will be there, take some photos with him. We'll be there too. There's some people coming from out of state that want to meet the dogs. and These dogs are celebrities. They are are true celebrities.
0: Well, and here's the thing about this. Even if you're listening, if you listen to us, and I know we talk about things in Alpharetta in our area all the time, and they may not be familiar to you, but this is on A&E. So anybody, anywhere can watch this. Um, And it's kind of like, like I love, we love Live PD. I mean, this is just the coolest thing with these dogs.
1: Mattis was on Live PD. He was, yeah. Two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, he was a guest host
2: with, yep. They were on there uh, promoting the show. Mm -hmm. With Sticks. You were out
1: in Hollywood, Officer Richie in Hollywood, with Raider uh, back in December because you won the TMZ Challenge.
2: Yeah, that was really cool. We get to meet Harvey and um, Charles. We met the whole staff, really. Right. It, was, it was really cool. If you watch the show, we were in, in right in their set on um, a really cool show. They just sit around the cubes and talk Every, about Everybody stuff. always
1: has the same joke, though, and they had it that day at TMZ. Do you get tired of the whole shtick about, well, don't don't sit her next to
2: me? Or you know, or what, what? Oh, that you, was. Do you get that a lot? Yeah. That was the whole—they actually—so we were supposed to shoot the show off-site, and that changed, and so they invited us to the studio. And they gave all the employees a warning at TMZ. They were—on the phone, it sounded like they were so concerned about the dog coming. And I told them, I said, well, hey, you know, Raider's a 36-pound lab. She doesn't bite, you know, so if there's people that are afraid of the dogs, like, she's not going to bite them. and and the I woman think was that's like, what they were afraid of. No, that's exactly what she said. She said, well, I think people are just more concerned with what her job is and what she can find. I was like, oh. I was like, well, I won't give her the command to, to go and search. And
0: Unless y'all really made yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she put me in a bad room, a that's bad great, hotel that's room. a great backstory. <laughs> Behind
2: the scenes story. It was fun. It was a great time, though. They, they we're really so, it us was, well. that
0: was, We were proud of her. That's awesome. Give them um, the handles for sure. Yes. Social, social handles.
2: on uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, all the dogs have one. So the format would be ADPS, and that just stands for Alfredo Department of Public Safety. So ADPS underscore the letter K, the number nine, underscore Raider. That same format, but just change the dog's name at the end to Mattis, Carlo, Hammer, and Ares, A-R-E-S.
0: We are uh, so lucky to have this group of dogs in our community, you know?
2: No
1: no doubt. Officers. No No kidding. Okay. K9 officers all right y'all hang out for a minute all right
0: so um a couple shout outs real quick to oh, people that what, word i know i don't know what we're gonna call so it 90s okay what 90s can we call what it's can we morning call zoo. this all right what is the morning zoo
1: um call outs whatever yeah.
0: okay whatever um i wanted to well these are just people who've reached out that are so kind and one is um a lady named cindy banks And she's a friend of ours, sister, Jay Grover's sister. And she's had a really tough time. Um, She is right now at Shepherd Spinal Center. And um, she is getting really strong, getting stronger kind of every day. Um, But just really want you to include her and her family, you know, in your prayers and just give her lots of good healing karma. Um, She listens to us while she's kind of doing her rehab, I was told, at Shepherd Spinal Center. And, you know, they do amazing work there. And um, we just want to continue to um, have Cindy get stronger every day. And then I also want to talk about Bo Jackson, not that Bo Jackson. But so Bo Jackson was our math tutor for many, many years. He helped Will, I think, get through like middle school and high school. And helped me get through middle school and high school with Will And um, (laughs) he is Just an amazing teacher and he's just a a Great human, great father Um, But he is a math teacher at Dean Rusk Middle School in Cherokee County And um, he reached out to us and said He's just loving the new format and we Appreciate him
1: It's like a morning show but in podcast Form which means you can listen whenever you want Whether it's going to work, you listen at work, while you're Working out, on your way home It's not like radio where you miss it if you get out Of the car and it always lives. It never is goes away or is taken away or deleted. So leave us a message. You're looking at my sty, aren't you?
0: I'm not. I'm thinking about how it never goes away. <laughs>
1: I've been working on it for like ten days. The
0: sty and the podcast never go away. Yeah,
1: the doctor said that's the biggest one I've ever seen.
0: Okay, you were just dying to tell this <laughs> this joke, right, Carl? Okay.
1: I said I don't hear that every day. Matter of fact, I never heard that before. All right. Um, okay. All right, you can leave a voicemail or text this number if you have a message, if you have uh, something you want to say, if something clicked with you and resonated, uh, if you disagree or have another idea, 770-464-6024, 770-464-6024. That number's also on my social media at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. Do you want to do the first question? Yeah, let's do, the text.
0: let's do some questions from people who've... Um... Reached out.
1: All right. The first text. Hi, like and Donna. My brother's family eats together every night after dinner before anyone is excused. They do high-low buffalo. High of the day, low of the day. Buffalo can be anything. Caddy, I hate loud chewing. Makes me want to throat punch people. Have a great day. Angie. Same with me, Angie. You talked about misophonia earlier.
0: I love the high-low. A lot of people call that, um, I've heard that done before, and it's called rose and thorn. Like, what was your rose of the day? and What was your thorn of the day? And again, what we were talking about the other day is just anything to get these kids talking, engaging, telling you what they did during the day is always a good thing. So I love it. Thank you so much. That's a great idea.
1: Damon texts this, when will you be making more than two shows a week? I've gotten that question on occasion.
0: I just think right now we, we've talked about it. And um, I, I don't want to say five shows is a lot because you did five shows a lot in radio. But um, we want people to want to listen. And I think, I know for me, there have been some shows that do five a day. And I kind of get behind in my library. And it becomes, I almost, and maybe this is just me, I'm kind of like, I'm just not going to listen because I'm so far behind or whatever. So what we're hoping to do is keep you engaged, keep you wanting more. And, um, you know, maybe eventually we'll we'll look at it. But right now, we're, we're kind of good with two a day. I mean, two a week. No, I am. But we appreciate it. I mean, we love the fact that people like listening and, and want more, want more days.
1: Listen twice. Sammy's K-Girl text, I have to agree with Donna on the rules for getting out of school. When well, my kids are younger, and we work from home. There was a rule that either you or the house had to be on fire to bother me at work. <laughs> kids need to know that there are limits and rules. Love the show. Thank you, uh, thank you, Sammy. Either you or the house had to be on fire to bother me at work.
0: That's tough. That when listen, I work from home, and you've worked from home. It's whoo boy. Is Ron we, White says, we, we, we what, what, did, what did Ron say this Ron White said this past week? Shoe buddy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shoe buddy. It is hard to work from home because they. They don't realize you're working just as hard, you know.
1: 770-464-6024. Want to take a voicemail message? Hey, Cadillac. Just wondering if there were any local or national offers that you just decided to pass on and take a uh, dive into the podcast pool. I so just wondering if you would answer that question. I can answer that question. Um, there There were. There were I wanted to stay in Atlanta and had a really good thing going really good idea with a radio company in Atlanta and it just uh, never came into fruition never never fully
2: got, bloomed. Vetted, got vetted out
1: yeah um as far as out of town yeah I've um you know a Phoenix a station that Reached out to me back in December, huge country market, beautiful city in Florida. We were dancing a little bit and just decided, you know what? It's, I just want to stay in Atlanta. And they've come back after the first of the year. And, ah, can we rethink this? So, yeah, there were, but nothing that was strong enough to make me want to leave Atlanta. And so the podcasting thing was, was new, uh, totally new to me, like it is many of you listening. Um, I wasn't sold in the beginning, but what this is, it, it allows us to talk about what's going on without the restrictions of terrestrial radio. And we're not, we're never ugly about terrestrial radio either.
0: No, I mean, it, it afforded us a great life for, for a long time, you know, and I, and people have said to me, um, would he ever go back into radio? And I always say to people, you know, never say never, um, we'd be crazy to to not look at something that came along, but I think you kind of look at it through a different lens now because, um, got, you know, after you get out of not getting up at three forty five in the morning, it's hard to. Do want to go back to go back, especially these cold days. I said to you this morning, it was like in Atlanta, it it's was been cold this week. Oh my gosh, in Atlanta, it was twenty something degrees, and I said, do you remember like getting up at three forty five and like you know leaving in the dead of darkness with a, this cold, and you were like, yeah, I don't miss it
1: have a small ask of you uh three simple things if you can help us out hit the subscribe button so you won't miss anything coming up on Cadillac Jack my second act rate and leave five star reviews for the pod uh and number 3 uh show some uh show our sponsors some love mean a lot to us uh they're what allows this to to happen twice a week uh intro to uh, today's podcast a big thanks to a family friend for years Todd Chrisley from Chrisley knows best and Julie and their kids and we became tight with the Chrisley family right when season one had just launched. If
0: Crisley knows best. They're in
1: the eighth season now.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I say this, Julie was one, Julie Chrisley was one of the first people to reach out when you had your heart attack. Um, just the nicest text, you know, out of the blue, honestly. Um, I don't even know how they knew it was like, you know, they knew and she reached out and just, you know, Very kind. And then when you um, lost your job, Todd was one of the very first people to reach out. And I will say um, about this, this is what friendship is. It's what we were talking about earlier when Richie reached out to you and, you know, offered to to get you out of town, which was very nice. Um, There's been a lot, you know, written about the Chrisley family. And I urge you, anyone, to not always believe everything that you read. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that go on and that don't always get reported correctly so um they've been great friends to us and um they've overcome a lot and they're so successful that show is just wildly successful and they're doing it on their own terms and doing great and we appreciate them we appreciate their friendship stick by your friends support your friends
1: i remember the first time we were in two episodes and you always know when they're doing a chris Lino's best marathon yeah. because our phones just Text messages if Somebody and, will reach and, and, out
0: They'll be like I think I just saw you guys On a Chris Lee Knows Best episode The
1: first episode Was a, uh, early Probably season one Was a wedding celebration For Todd
0: It was an anniversary celebration For and, Todd and, and, Well and Julie Was celebrating Julie, being um, uh, Cancer free um, So yes And it was record. Uh, it was filmed Down in downtown Roswell And um, it was very interesting Like when you show up You have to sign um, You know waivers That you're going to be Filmed and that you're okay with it. And I remember us uh, sitting around the table. Uh, it was it was you and myself and Dallas and her husband at the time, Tim Tim. And um there were these huge um floral arrangements in the middle of every table. And there was probably like 20 tables or whatever. And you know, everybody's chatting because you're like you're finally like behind the scenes of what's going on in a television show. And I remember just like looking at you and being like zip it because I was convinced that these flower arrangements had microphones, you know, in them because there's big boom cameras and mics. And you're just like, what are they getting right now? Like, what are they recording? And then actually, they just got recording the two of us eating pretty uneventful there.
1: The artist who celebrated their wedding anniversary in this episode was someone I'd never heard of. And I think we were even Brett Young. Yeah. Who is a superstar now.
0: Yeah, he sang. He sang like two or three songs. We didn't even know who he was. I didn't even know his name at the time. I thought he was dating Savannah. I didn't know what the whole connection was. But yeah, it was really good. And then the second time we went to Nashville for... Todd and Sarah. Julie's birthday party
1: was the the
0: premise. But Todd had written um, a song or recorded a song with Sarah Sarah Evans. Evans. And they both sang it live. But um, yeah, it was a fun
1: time. My apologies to Ben Burnett. We ran out of time. You can check out his podcast, The Ben Burnett Show, and we'll try to rebook him just as soon as we can on Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. from the tree. You know what I do? do this. Speak greater. Can you go a little louder? Can you do louder? Speak. There you go. There you go. Good girl.